Blog Talk Radio. Good to go with some uh, 
new technology and some new things we have coming down the pipe. Uh, with that being said, um, again, it's just a great day to be in the land of the living. Um, I'm, again, uh, very grateful. Had a great weekend. It was very challenging, and it was very uh, uplifting. There was a lot of hurdles, but um, got through it pretty good, and that's what I'm going to talk about today. Uh, I've been talking about going through storms and, and, and all, a lot of different things, but today I'm going to just tell you what I've learned because this was a cap over the last two months, and now we're getting ready to go into another season where the next two months is going to be just as challenging um, as the past two months, and that's on a, on every level. And I think everyone that listens that we have challenges, we have issues that we go through in life, and um, and sometimes we have those issues, and then storms come out of nowhere, and that's pretty much what I want to talk about. But I'm gonna to get to that in a second. Uh, again, I just want to thank everyone for listening, tuning in on on KR on DNK Bible Break on tonight, and um, again, uh, for those that supported me, that uh, supported our our. Uh, church anniversary over the weekend. I just want to say thank you. Uh, it was appreciated. And for those that listened on Ball Talk yesterday um, to the service live um, and the response I got, even in my emails, was, was was great. So I want to say thank you. And on behalf of uh, Minister Tobert as well, I haven't had a chance to tell him, but uh, I think he knows that you know, we was received real well on yesterday. Um, we did a tag team <clears throat> preaching assignment on for our church 14th praise time number for 14th anniversary. We we did a tag team, and um, I'm going to say what I heard. Three other people told me today it was phenomenal. So <clears throat> uh, we both give glory to God. Uh, it was for both of us. Um, you don't know the story behind everything we were doing, and um, we both give credit to the Lord because the Lord led both of us. And if I told you we sat there and planned everything out detail for detail, um, it was all the Holy Spirit, and that's all I'm going to say. Uh, it was a blessing. I learned a lot. I learned a lot from, from Minister Tobert over the last two months. He don't know it, but he's helped me uh, with my patience and everything that's been going on even today it seemed like saturday morning sunday morning monday morning i've had things that that just wanted to take me out of character um but patience i didn't get too high i didn't get too low i just stayed real even keel because that's how minister tober does we've had conversations in the past he doesn't get too high don't get too he's at the same pitch and as a preacher, I try to do that, but sometimes things get me and I get uproared, and I'm trying to learn how to just stay calm, cool, no matter what. And uh, hanging around and working with him, it has helped me with situations. That's why it's very important, <clears throat> and, and, and I'm going to talk about it a little bit. you got to have the right people around you. Because if you don't have the right people around you, you you're, you're never going to grow. And the people around you should be strong in areas you're weak in. So when you get around them, you want to 
you want you want to have that I want to call it uh, you want to have that 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 uh, thing I'm, I can't think of the word I want to use for it. Um, you want to surround yourself around the right people, and if you're the smartest person around your group, then you need a new group of people. You got to be around people who are strong where you're weak or where you're trying to develop strength so they can help you, not by giving you Bible verses or praying, just see their, how they act in certain situations, and then you will want to try to mimic that. And um, <clears throat> that's what I've been doing over the last 30 days, month and a half of me and Minnesota had to, uh, we were in charge of putting together this event and it, it's more deeper than that. If people just think that that's what all that happened, you really missed the whole mess. You missed it. And I'm just talking to people in Praise Tabernacle now. You missed the whole blessing behind everything if that's all you saw. Um, because you get a, around a group of people and you surround yourself around a group of people who will not, cannot uh, judge you or gossip or bring garbage into the into your atmosphere. And when everyone is on one accord, it's a beautiful thing. You can laugh, you can have fun, you can celebrate. Even when things don't go the way you want it to go, you can laugh about it. And as I was going through my weekend, and I had a, my wife will tell you, from Saturday morning, it was just bad. It was bad. Sunday morning, it was just bad. And the reason I'm saying it is because you would have never known it if you was to talk to me. I didn't do what I normally do and call and, and, and fuss. I was just calm, cool, and collective. Like I said, my man minister, told me, he, he taught me, and, it, and it's okay when you can learn from someone younger. It don't matter if they're younger or older. As long as you're going to the same place, you can learn from anybody if you're willing to accept, how do you learn? Well, how do you learn? You learn by you just watch. And sometimes watching, people will give you nuggets. People will give you scenarios. People will give you what they're going through. And how can they be so calm when all this is going on? But if they can be calm, why can't I be calm? So in, in a nutshell, that, that's pretty much what I've learned. And, and it doesn't take a lot of people to reach a lot of people. Um, and it was so awesome. It reminds me of the baptism we've had. And I'm just talking for a minute. I'm going to get into it because I'm not going to be on long. But I got a call from the owner of Moe's Soul Food. I'm going to give him a shout-out on Scenic Highway. And he asked me, he said, do I mind if his business posts pictures? I don't even know how his business got the pictures, but I said, do they mind if they post pictures of our event? And he wanted to know the the, the pastor's name and church name, the correct name. And I said, no, it's not a problem. And now you got to understand this is a business uh, in the community. And here we are, Praise Tabernacle, again, going into a place, not allowing ourselves to be seen, but allowing the Christ in us to be seen. And as long as the Christ in us being seen, people will shout you out. People will like what they felt. And everywhere we went since I've been there, people want us to come back. And it's not just for the money, monetary things of that nature, because they gave us a break. Um, 
they gave us a break. And it was nothing said negatively. It, it was just a, a good experience. And I wish every believer can experience what I experienced. And if you got the right group of people around you, you can flow. But it wasn't only that. It was the message on Sunday as well. Um, <clears throat> I've been a part of a lot of different types of services, but I enjoyed this one because it just seemed like the Holy Spirit was just there. And whenever you get so high in the spirit, it may, it drains you. And when I talked to Minister Tober yesterday um, after the Steelers beat the Falcons, um, it was way after the game was over with, and as we both talked, uh, we both fell asleep during the game. Now, he's a Falcon fan. I'm a Steeler fan. I didn't even have the energy to to say anything like I wanted to. I was drained spiritually. And I felt he was drained. I can't speak for him, but the fact that he said that he fell asleep during the game, I'm just assuming he was spiritually drained. And um, the way he preached on Sunday, um, it don't surprise me he, he was drained. But it's important, and I'm, I'm trying to talk to people out there that's, that's going through stuff, that's struggling with things. You have to have a support team. Now, I'm not talking about um, people who's going to gossip, people who's going to put your business down. Just people who's just going to be generally kind and just have a shoulder, just being there. Sometimes being there is, is half the battle, just being there. You ain't got to say nothing about what's going on in your personal life. Just being there, showing up, being there, and being sincere. It means a lot if you're going through some things. Um, and, and that's really what I want to talk about because even now as I'm on the air, there's a lot of things going on around me. Like I said, our power was out. I didn't know if we was going to get on. I didn't make no phone calls. I didn't call no one. And the Lord just like, if you don't go on, you just don't go on. Don't worry about it. <laughs> because at the end of the day, and, and I'm, I'm starting to see this more clearly spiritually, whoever God wants us to reach, that's who we're going to reach. And and I didn't feel necessary. My wife said, you're not going to send a text or email? I said, no. I said, if we own, we own. If we're not, we're not. Um because God is going to draw who he wants to hear us anyway. And if I have to send a text after all these years we've been on on Monday at 7 o'clock, man, it is what it is. Um, I don't have to promote anything because God does all the promoting with the way he wants stuff to be done. And just like I got a phone call earlier about the church coming back and having church service, um, <clears throat> we will. And, and like I said, uh, for those that would listen and the new people that picked up on Blog Talk on, on Sunday morning, we will be back. Um, we will probably do a tag team again in the future. You may see a triple tag team in the future. I don't know, but the sky is the limit. And and for people who, who have counted me out as an individual, people who've counted uh, my church out, um, I'm just going to say, I think our, our bishop said it yesterday, just keep watching and seeing what happens. Um, again, I don't know what direction we're going in. It really doesn't matter. As long as I'm obedient to serve Christ, then we'll, we'll be good. We'll be good. Um, and, and that's really all I want to say tonight. But to get into the message tonight, because I'm, I'm – 
very pumped up. And I just remembered I got to do Bible study tomorrow, so I got to take it easy because I do have a word, and I want to take my time and make sure we get what we what the Lord wants me to deliver to the people. So you may want to tune in tomorrow night, and I don't normally uh, promote myself when I'm teaching, when I'm not teaching, but there is a word that I have, and um, just to be careful, because I don't want to get into it tonight and do it all over tomorrow, but um, the Lord is leading me and letting me see things differently through storms through trials and tribulations. It's just he's letting me see some things more clearly but different. And and as a preacher, you know, there's a there's things that preachers say all the time and do all the time and we get stuck in there and we can never see what God is trying to let us see. And what he's trying to tell me, even though we're going through storms, even though we may slip and fall, even though uh things don't seem like it's going right. It's not because you may be doing anything wrong, and if you are doing something wrong, if you know you're doing it wrong, that's half the battle because you're being convicted. It's a conviction because you know what you're doing isn't right. And then once you see it, it's really not for you. It's for people who's watching you. And don't think because you going through certain situations or you lose your job or, or you haven't issues in your family or you're having issues with your kids or you're having issues with your parents, regardless of what it is, a lot of it isn't based on what you're doing. It's based on people watching you, and it's based upon that you have an anointing on your life, and the devil don't want to see that anointing take you to that next level. So he's going to try to put all this stuff in your head to make you think that you're not worthy enough or to make you think you're not good enough or make you think that it's somebody else's problem when all it is is the devil don't want you to get to your destiny. He's trying to stop you from getting to your destiny. Now, you may not be doing nothing and a lot of hell coming on you because that's the devil's trick. He can't get to you, so he's going to try everything around you, from your job to your parents to your friends to whoever to stop you from thinking that you're worthy to take it to the next level. And not only that, but also when you're trying to get to the next level, everything that you do that could that could can be a hindrance to you in your relationship with Christ, all that is 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 conviction. Yeah, the devil gonna put it there more and more in front of your face and then that's why you gotta have the right support group around you. And then when that conviction hits you, that's a good thing. People think when you get convicted from the Lord, it's bad. No, it's not bad. It's good because the Lord is talking to you, trying to discipline you, trying to tell you that this isn't the right way. And that's good because he's in communication with you. Now, if you was a, a sinner and, 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 and God then turned you over to a reprobate mind, God's not even worried about you. But if he's continued tugging on your heart, you got to realize that's God. And every time you hear people that mess up, I'm not going to do it again. When you come to be for real with Christ and you feel that conviction, that's that's part, that's that's part something to shout about. Every time the Lord whips me or tells me I'm doing something wrong, it's good because he's still talking to me. And it's just like when you raise kids. Don't no parent want to discipline their kids, but sometimes you have to discipline them 
to show that you love them and that you care for them and that you're making a mistake and this is what can happen. Sometimes they get it the first time. Sometimes it takes two or three times. But can't no one judge you for however long it takes you to get it right with Christ, as long as you have that communication with him. And if you feel like you're letting him down, that's still part of the conviction. That's all a part about your walk. It doesn't mean that you're not qualified. It doesn't mean that you can't serve the Lord. It doesn't mean any of that. All it means is the Lord is trying to tell you he wants a one-on-one relationship with you. It's not about the church. It's not about how much money you give to the church. It's not about how much you show up at church, how much you pray, how much you shop. It's about an individual relationship. Because as sure as I'm talking to you, and I'm not going to get into a lot of deep stuff, but the devil goes to church, too. The devil knows how to shout, too. And if you ever do the story on the devil, he was in charge of the, the choir and the instruments in heaven. He, he was in charge of all of the music up there. And when he got cast down, he knows how to worship and praise God. So a lot of people, because you see them shouting and dancing and all that, it doesn't mean it's of God. I ain't saying it's not, but the, he knows how to do it, too. And the devil comes to church on Sunday morning, and, and sometimes they might be sitting right next to you. And and that's why you got to be careful who you hang around with. And I was sharing something um, with my wife, and I was sharing something with my brother um, during this whole event for the for the anniversary. You know, I was I was hanging, uh, if I want to say, with with uh, Minister Tobert. That we talked a lot. Him, his wife, our whole team. I can't. I don't want to say names just because I don't. If I miss one, I don't want to hurt no one's feelings. But um, when you get a team together and they can get together and laugh and talk and joke, and the conversation isn't negative, it isn't a bad conversation. That's when you know you you're worshiping and you're doing things freely. Um, and when you're doing things freely like that. There's, there's no there's no uh, there's no time for any hail raisers to come in because if everything is on the up and up, darkness can't get in where it's on the up and up. If you're strong, if I'm strong, if everyone's strong and we're fighting for the same cause, the devil can't come in there. He can't come in. He can try to get around, but he can't get in. But if you get one person to say one thing, it can have an effect, and it can affect and corrupt your whole team. And then the morale is down because you got to watch. You can't worship freely because someone has put something negative in the air. And this is what we as believers have to be careful of. Even me as an elder, I have to be careful what I say and how I say it and who I say it to because it could be it could cause damage to other people who's trying to worship free. And I don't mean praying, I'm just mean in the atmosphere that we're in, we can talk, we can laugh, we can have fun. That's that's what it's about. This weekend taught me that as believers we can have fun. We can dance. We can joke we can play because the lord wants us to be free and if we can't be free around each other we really can't be free around the lord and and but if we got there and i'm just going to use for an example i'm just going to use i don't want to bring no one out i want to say i'm going to use my wife as an example if we can't be free around each other how can we be free 
when around believers. If my wife is going around saying, oh, my husband is this and my husband is that, then around the people she's saying it to, they're going to form an opinion of me, and they can't be free around me because of the negativity that she didn't put in the air about me, and vice versa. If I'm going around, I'm saying around a bunch of believers, and I'm saying my wife is this, she's this, and she's that, how can we be free when we're together? It, it causes uh, uh, you can't be free. And and this is what I learned on, on Saturday when we were decorating the place where they were decorating. I didn't decorate nothing. But when they were decorating it and you saw the laughter, you saw everyone moving, there was you, it, it felt different, but it felt good because I couldn't pick up one conversation, and there was a lot of conversations going around that was negative. Everything was uplifted, having, and it it was a beautiful sight to see believers working together. Even though it was for an appreciation and for an anniversary, but just think if we had that same mentality when we go out and serve in the streets. And, yeah, I'm I'm, going to brag about Praise Tabernacle because it taught me something that for years, in years, it don't matter what church it was, could have been my father, you always had something that after an event was over with, there was a meeting, a back, I call them a shed tree meeting, where then nobody knew about it. And you went back there and you had to hear how it really went down. This person don't like that person, this person don't like that person, and, and then it, it just takes away. But yet, the very next Sunday, they can all be sitting up shouting and crying and hugging on one another. And and that's like putting your hand on someone's back, but it really ain't a hand, it's a knife, and you're stabbing them in the back. And then you really ain't worshiping free because you cannot worship Christ with a dirty heart. You you can't. And what I'm talking about, I know it's people saying, well, you mean all of the people who are saved, they ain't like, well, people who need Christ, they need I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about people who think they have the right way. And it's just like me. If I go in and I then bad mouth my wife, talked about it like a dog, and then I'm hugged up with her on Sunday morning, and everybody looking at me like, oh, what was that all about? And they looking at me because they didn't already heard what I said. They can't even worship because they worried about what I said. And, and, and there's something that small, and you have to be very uh in a place in Christ to be able to put all that stuff behind you and not look at what the negativity in me. And this is what I'm learning. And this is, I'm hoping I'm making sense is that people can throw stuff at me and I get frustrated. And then when I get frustrated, then I really can't worship because I'm worried about this, that, and the other what's really going on. If they can say that about, if I can say that about my wife, what makes me say I won't say that about you? So now my mind is thinking, and now church has just become a game. We just go to church to look good, say the right thing, and then go home and cause gossip. And, and that's not really what we're supposed to be about. But, see, God has been dealing with me and working on me for the next year. When next year comes, and it's only a few more weeks, but we're going to do more and more of what we've been doing but take it to another level because this is what Christ wants. It's very simple. We went to a place we've never been to before, 
relationships was, was bonded. Some people knew each other from a long time ago. They want us to come back. And, and when you go into a business establishment, you know, businesses, they don't really, they just want your money. But when they ask you to come back, and it ain't got nothing to do with money, and they want to help promote by them putting pictures up on their business website about what we did. See, we were doing ministry right now. We don't even know we're doing it because we can't get credit for it. Bishop can't get credit for it. Elders can't get credit for it. Ministers can't get credit for it. We was just doing what God had us to do. Now the God is going to do the the, the adding to the ministry because all we did was show up on one accord and we worship and we and we laugh freely. And and that's really all I got. That that's my message. It was freely. And then you get two preachers. Now you know the rumors about preachers. You can't get two preachers on the same platform and let them preach because they ain't going to try to out-preach one another. Well, see, we didn't turn that myth around because you had two black men that preached, and I thought we did a pretty good job preaching. I really did. And, And what people don't know, we only had a little bit of time to preach, but we got everything in that the Lord wanted us to get in, and we, we, you know, it was like, man, that was, it was fun. I enjoyed it because we could do it freely because there was no animosity. You know, last time I was in something like this, there was an argument about who won first, an argument about who was going last. And it's just, it's funny to me because now I'm starting to see things as I get older. I'm seeing things that used to bother me. It doesn't even bother me no more. Long as I can be available, do what God told me to do, and do it freely, I'm good. And what's going to mess up a lot of people about uh, Elder Oliver going forward is that I'm going to have less to say, and I'm just going to let the Lord speak for me. Because uh, we did a baptism, I'm just going to let the Lord speak about that. Let the Lord speak about it. Yeah, you're going to have some people to say this and say that, but let the Lord talk about it. The people at the hotel put us on their Instagram about the baptism. So when this restaurant gets said it, it's like I've been here before. This is nothing new because we did it freely. Now, if you look hard enough, you'll find something. Someone's going to say something. And I really already did, to be honest. I just didn't give it no attention. But I'm quite sure some of the nosy people want to know because my wife wore a red dress. And someone mentioned in her ear, I know she's going to be mad at me for mentioning it. And they said, well, you didn't get the memo. And like I told my wife, if they was worried about what you had on, they the whole purpose of them wasn't even about what it represented. But at the same time, uh, uh, people will just try to throw shade where they can. But if you don't allow it, then at the same time, it has no effect. But don't think the devil wasn't trying to get into the circle. Don't think he didn't have spies trying to come in because he did. And because we was all on one accord, it didn't affect the party from going on. And and, and that's what I enjoyed. It was a blessing. And I'm going to just, because I'm, I'm proud of my church right now. I'm proud of the people, the team that was with us, that worked with us, that you didn't have to 
call them every day and beg and make sure they be on point. It was just there. And if you and if you listen to Bible study sometimes and you you get a, a a glimpse of the team, you will see the oneness that's there. And and once you see the oneness that's there, then you get to see them in an event having fun in the Lord. That's all part of serving Christ. We got to be an example to get Christians and believers can get together and have a good time. We ain't always got to shout and have a tambourine. And, 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 you know, we don't always, we can get together amongst one another and fellowship the way God wants us to fellowship, talk, laugh, and joke. It was funny because, um, I was in charge of the food and um, the drinks and all of that. And, you know, the way my Saturday was going, I really forgot the drinks. But I knew that um, I had to deal with Kroger's to give me tea. And as I went and got the tea and the water, that's all I got. And Minister Tobit was laughing. and you didn't get no lemonade? I said, this is Atlanta. This is the South. Everyone drink tea. He said, no, everyone don't drink tea. And then... Five seconds later, my wife comes up, and she says, in front of Minister Tobert, you didn't get nothing else to drink? And I'm looking at both of them, and they're looking at me like I'm crazy. But it was funny. It wasn't a bad thing. But this is what I'm saying. When you can take a mistake or a mishap and you can laugh about it and and, and keep going. I know it's something minor, but see, something that minor, uh, uh, sometimes I'm just using that because sometimes people, and I've seen it happen in the church, uh, when an usher try to sit you in a seat and you don't want to sit there, you won't sit somewhere, and you get an attitude, and then you bad-mouthing the usher, or vice versa. And then you have the vision in the church. I understand we're not going to be no perfect church, but our goal, and my goal as an elder and as a believer, is try to fellowship and be on one accord all the time. Because if you're on one accord, when you have issues, the issues that I've had on Saturday, I'm telling you, if it wasn't for my team and they didn't know nothing, but because they were who they were, it didn't even dawn on me what was going on. Woke up Sunday morning to a flat tire, big old nail in my tire, flat, 8.30. I got to preach. How am I going to get to church? Who can I call to come get me to church? Um... Did I panic? No. Did I call Bishop? No. Did I call Minister? No. I didn't say nothing to no one. Just looked, me and my wife, and I said, what are we gonna, my wife said, what are we going to do? I looked on my phone, and because I went to Ohio a few months ago, I used Lyft, and I had a free Lyft trip to get me to church and got me there early now, 8.30 flat. By 8.50, I'm inside the church. So we were good, and, and like I said, not only that, but it's it's just the the things that happened and the devil was trying to distract, to get at me. Because the old day was like, I'm not even going to church. My wife wasn't feeling well. I wasn't feeling well. We had these health issues going on, and it's just like, man. But when I got amongst the family inside the house, all my issues just seemed like they left because I was surrounded by brothers and sisters who is all on one accord. And if we can teach that, if we can not only teach it, if we can just live it, we will be better. Now we got people 
in the community wanting us, little old Praise Tabernacle Church, to come back. And and at some point we will come back. Now I'll leave that. That's not in my that's our our leaders bitch, that's when he gives the okay, then that's what we'll do. And I'm quite sure because we've been working with him long enough, we will be back in the community with revival. We will be back. But um, before we can do all of that, and this is another thing I just want to say to everyone, make sure you get your rest. Make sure you, you, you don't overdo it. Um, what I'm learning and what I'm seeing, the Lord wants me to be calm and cool and don't just be out there because you can burn yourself out. And not only burn yourself out, there's another thing that's out there that's very dangerous. It's called your mental health. You can be around all these church folks. It can make you go mentally crazy. And I've, I've experienced that over this last year, my mental health. And it's done to people in the church, it's people in my family, because I'm who I am, and I'm a preacher, and I'm an elder, and people hold me. It, it can get to you because now that I'm in preacher mode, I never take time out for Derek. And I said this yesterday, I think over the pulpit is, um, talking to one of my doctors, it made very sense to me. He said, you always go to God as a preacher. Have you ever went to God as an as, as Derek? And it's been a long time. I probably was a boy. When I first got saved, I went to God as Derek. And now Derek didn't develop issues over these years. I never dealt with them because I'm too busy in preacher mode. It ain't got nothing to do with my faith. It ain't got nothing to do with my belief. They're just issues that's just lying there. And every time they come up, I run away from it and come back into the preacher. But God was trying to get my attention and say, you need to deal with you. And he finally is dealing with me as being Derek, not Elder Oliver, not the one that knows how to preach, not the one that can... Uh, preach you happy or to say something to encourage you because it's not always about you. Sometimes it's got to be about yourself and, and taking care of yourself because if you don't take care of yourself, you're going to develop issues that you may not even think that you have. Now, I'm not saying that I go to a doctor, a doctor telling me this, that that is trained. The Lord gave us a doctor so we can listen to him. And I'm just so happy and blessed to have a doctor that's on my level spiritually that can tell me that, and it makes sense. So there's some things I've been doing and didn't even realize I was doing it. And, and, and it's very important for you guys to understand you got to have a mental break. you got to get yourself away anything. You know, you work, they give you vacation hours for a reason. You go to school, they let you have vacation time for a reason. When you're in the church, you got to take a moment for yourself. And sometimes you need a moment to yourself. That's why you got to have the right team around you that's going to give you what you need. And and that that's pretty much what the Lord has been telling me is the people you got to put around you is, is who you're going to need. And I, I think I heard someone say this um, this morning. I was listening to someone, and uh, we, me, and I'm talking about specifically me, and if you want this, this is for free. Um, if you ever see a rocket take off, it has boosters. And once the rocket gets to a certain altitude, the boosters fall off. That means the boosters can't go to that next level because it's already done its excitement. 
people are like boosters. They're going to be on you. And when you get to that next level, they're going to have to, they can't go with you. Everyone can't go with you on this journey. And, and some people can't go with you because they can't handle the anointing that God has on your life. They can't handle it. And if they can't handle it, they're only there for a reason. And that was to get you to that level. But you're still going higher. They have to fall off. Then you got some boosters that want to go see what's going on. And, and they're going to try to hold you back. And sometimes we allow them to hold us back because we don't feel like we can make it without them. But I'm just telling you, keep living and keep the fire going because eventually the boosters will fall off. If you be obedient to the Lord and you worship him in spirit and in truth. And with that, you have to leave gossip alone. You have to leave backbiting alone. You have to leave sowing discord amongst the brothers alone. You have to stop that, stop bad-mouthing the preachers who's trying to teach you. You have to stop judging folks. And, 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 and when you do that, you can go to the next level. And then you see your friendship circle or your, your, you see your circle getting smaller and smaller. Everyone can't go with you. Everyone can hang with us on Saturday. Everyone couldn't come down to the, the place we had our most um, and, and chill with us. You couldn't do it. And it ain't that you couldn't do it, but the fact of the matter is the circle's so tight, we're not going to allow the darkness to come in. Because now, if I was to fight, I told my wife, if I was in a fight, I would go get them same people that helped us and bring them to the fight with me because I know what I have with them. And, and, and I just know, because there was no foolishness. And for the first time, I've actually saw something with no foolishness. And, and I'm, 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 I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm grateful for it. So, yeah, if you get tired of me talking and uplifting what I did over the weekend, I learned a lot, learned a lot. And I'm thankful for the bishop to put me in a position to allow me to learn. And see, this this is what people won't say, and I'm going to say it. Sometimes the best message isn't coming across the pulpit. It's putting you in the position so God can allow other people to minister to you when they're not behind the pulpit. Because ministry isn't just behind the pulpit. So, you know, I got to give a great shout out to my bishop because he allowed me to be in this position. He allowed me and by him allowing me and me being obedient, I learned a whole heck of a lot. So when you say, well, well was that the bishop or was that the, well, he, if he didn't, he could have said, hey, he don't want me doing it. He could have said someone else would do it. Or he said we couldn't even have it. And what happens in a lot of other churches is, and I think I said this um, Saturday night, is I'm glad I'm in a place where I can grow and grow. And if you heard me tonight, all I'm talking about is how the people help me. I'm the elder, uh, and they help me in situations. And when you're going through stuff, it's not about what you're going through. It's the people who got around you. Because all the stuff I, that happened to me Saturday, the people around me really helped me. And I had a, 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 a I'm going to call him a senior advisor, really helped me. But at the same time, 
um, other people was helping as well. And it was just like they made me almost forget about what was really going on. And because they forgot, they was able to keep me uplifted, laughing, and keep me where I was supposed to be. And that's really, really, you know, you, you do something like that over a weekend, and then you got to come back and you got to do a show. Not that I couldn't teach a word, because I say I got to teach tomorrow night, and the Lord do have a word. But at the same time, um, the Lord was like, you know, let people know what you learned. Let them know why you're excited about what's coming up in the future. And and like I said, you know, um, this is a good place to perfect your relationship with Christ because you can do it freely. There's enough work to do. And then not only that, but when you get two black men preaching together at the same time, we're, 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 we're breaking down, we're, we're doing stuff that we don't even know that we're doing. Again, went to work today, tired, um, body aching, a lot of different issues, but the emails and the phone calls and the text messages about what happened on yesterday from people who don't even go to my church, it was a blessing. It was a tremendously blessing. And then they were like, you know, uh, my brother was like, y'all some bad boys. He said, you know, um, I didn't want to do, you know, I ain't going to get into what my brother said because they always clowning and joking. But I understood if they blessed them and, and try to, you know, put me in, in want me in Minnesota to go up against some other people, we ain't, they ain't even about that. But that's just in the humor and the funness of my brothers to get them excited about it and get them hearing another young minister come at it without, you know, this, that, and the other, and we didn't even take an offering up. I had a few people say something about that. Y'all didn't do an offering? And uh, we we ain't really thought about it, but at the same token, it wasn't even about that. And when you go and you do it's little stuff, and it's just a few people, if it's just two or three, and I know that we touched them in that way because we didn't take an offering up for ourselves. So for a few people that that really blessed because they've been taken advantage of by all these other churches and stuff, that, that was a blessing to them. For them to see a young uh, uh, minister preaching as married um, and, and has a kid and as a father that's an active, it's, it's a blessing. To see the bishop active, he just came from his son's basketball game and, a, and just awesome. And then to top it all off and, and what really blessed me and, and that kind of got me going was the praise bands that they did. You have to see it, and I'm sure they will have it posted on social media, but you have to see it, and it is, it's a blessing. It's a blessing for me because I was a pastor kid, and to see the pastor's kids go at it like they went at it on one accord, it's a blessing, and, and, and that's what we're doing. At Praise Time, we, we, we're trying to bless, but we're also trying to be in the community and let everyone know we're not a traditional church. I'm just letting you know we're not a traditional church. We don't have a traditional pastor. Um, we don't. When he say what's going to happen, sometimes i got to ask and call make sure he right. And I believe it was last Easter, one Easter, he said, I want you to preach. I said, you want me to preach? That's your job. 
people or not. We don't do no tradition like that. If so, it, it's not about that. That's why there's room for it to grow. Um, it's not about one man getting all the praise and the glory. It's about letting people grow in their ministries. And again, and I just want to say it, just so I can say I said it because it's the truth. I've only been there three years, and and I've been working with Minister Tobert. And I can just see over the three years I've been there how much he's grown as a preacher and a teacher. And not only is it just where he just gets better and better and better, and he's on a different level than what he was when I first was there. That ain't got nothing to do with me. It's the Holy Spirit and the opportunity that he has because, again, Bishop has him in position. He only He don't have to preach one time a year. And, and we both know he's not going to preach one time a year um, if Bishop has something to say about it. You know, it, it, it's just not going to happen. So he has chance to grow and perfect his ministry. So whatever the Lord has for him and his family, he will be well prepared for it. That's why he's so cool and calm, and he stays 55. He don't go too high, don't get too low. He's right there, even keel. And that's the, just the type of person I need to be around me to help me so I can calm down and don't get get there. And that's what happens when you surround yourself around the right people. You can be able to, okay, I can watch this, I can trust this, and know that they're going to have your back. So I can't go to Minister Tobert all acting all crazy. I can't, can't do it because he's not that type of person. And he's not going to allow that in his space. And I, I can respect that. So so when I'm with, I got to make sure I got my game together so we can be on the same team and on the same accord one another, but we all have to teach one another because there's certain areas that I'm not good in, and they, they will help me get to that level. That's why I say it's very important that, that we do this. And, and if, we, if you don't, um, what happens is we, you get caught up in church stuff, and you'll never grow because you're too busy dealing with church stuff. And church stuff ain't got nothing to do with Christ. Nothing. And and I'm I'm just happy to be in the position again that I'm in. Um, I'm just happy. Everything ain't going right. Everything is not rosy. And I'm gonna address those things in the next couple I'm gonna address some things. Um because the Lord is telling me, you know, we don't run from anything and, and we're going to fight. And when you're in a fight, you got to know how to fight. And one thing that I've learned, and, um, you know, I tried to do a little cooking and I learned something. If you get boiling hot water, boiling hot water, and and this is pressure, and you put a boiled egg in the hot water, it's going to harden. It's going to make it hard. If you put a potato in some boiling hot water, it's going to make it soft. So the question is, what are you when the pressure gets hot? Are you going to become soft and melt and mushy and become a mess, or are you going to become hard and you won't let nothing crack you because you're under the pressure? And some things in some areas in our life is like boiling hot water. What are you going to do when you get in the water? Are you going to harden up? And be strong and take it, or are you going to get soft? And what I've noticed is me, and I can say this because I'm talking to myself tonight, in the past, 
even though I thought I was hard, I was soft because I didn't want to deal with some issues that Derek was dealing with. But now that I understand it and I see it clearer and I'm starting to understand things clearer, you know, the bishop, when I first got there, he touched on mental health. Then he started talking about it more. Then he just plain out it's part of his message now. Make sure you get your mental together. And that was all for me. From when he it was all for me. All for Derek. Not not Elder Oliver, it was all for Derek. And now that I see it, the mistakes that I made, I thought I was right, I thought I was good, this, that and the other. I was like a soft potato, just mashed all the way up. And it takes a real man, it takes a real believer to admit that, especially on my radio show, because I know I got about a thousand people listening to me. Yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not the, the, you know, yeah. I may have sounded good, and you may want to hear me be chaotic every now and then. And I'm not saying it's wrong for me to be that, but right now, to be truthful with you, in order to get to where God wants me to get and to reach the people He wants me to reach, I got to make sure all of me is cleaned up. But that's that's the good part about it, is that if there's something that's not right and I'm getting convicted, God is still talking to me. And I'm going to talk a little bit about Peter, because Peter was jacked up. Peter was always, he was always the first to mouth off. And I don't want to get into my message tomorrow, but Peter was, he was, you know, then he want to cut you. Then he talked to the Lord, I ain't going to buy, I'm not going to do it. And then he ended up denying him. But the funny thing about that is everyone want to knock Peter. The only thing that was different from Peter than everybody else, Peter was public with his. Peter was public. When he denied him, he denied it in public. There nothing private about it. But when Jesus was on the cross, hanging there, where was everybody else at? What was everybody else doing? And that's the point. Peter, and Jesus said he was going to do it. Peter said he wasn't going to do it. That's why it was public, because Peter was talking. But the same Peter that denied him it was the same Peter that led 5,000. So so you got they got saved, or 3,000. They got saved after, he, after Christ died. Peter was a great worker for Christ, but he wasn't always. He was, had some boiling points that he, he, he was like a mashed potato, too, and he smushed under pressure. When Peter was walking on the water, and, and, and it didn't say, and he took his eyes off of Christ, and, and, and you know, he fell. Everyone wanted to get on Peter about that, but the people was in back of the boat. They didn't have enough sense to get out of the boat. But Peter was public. So even though some of us are maybe publicly ashamed or we may mess up, it doesn't mean God still can't use you. And it doesn't mean that you have to sit down. It doesn't mean you have to run away from God. It means that God is just using you in your situation because other people are watching you. And when other people watch you fall, but Peter, when he fell on the water, he did get back up, and he did walk back to the boat. And that's one of the things we got to remember. We fall, but we get back up, and we're going to walk back with Christ. When the Hebrew boys went in the fiery furnace, uh, Jesus was in there waiting on them. And when they came out, they didn't smell like no smoke. They didn't do anything. Clean as a whistle. So when you got Christ in your life, no matter what you do or how you do it, if he's with you, no matter if you fall, he's going to lift you back up. 
no matter if you get somewhere and it's unjust, he's going to be right there with you. When you got everyone going against you, Jesus is right there with you. Don't think it's because of you. Don't think it's because, oh, I'm not doing this right, I'm not doing that right. No, Christ just got your attention. All you got to do is turn it over to him. Cast all your worries onto him and let him handle it and let him fix it. A lot of times I be trying to fix stuff myself and I mess it up. And and when I mess it up, it gets messed up. The good thing about me messing it up, I'm still listening to God's voice and I'm still going to make it right. So I may fall down today, but tomorrow I'm going to be back up. I'll be right back up. I'm going to be preaching hard. I'm going to be teaching hard. I'm going to be serving hard because that's what I'm designed to do. That's what I was called to do. And because I was called to do that, I'm about to get happy. Is because he picked me. The Lord selected me to do what I do. And if he uh, selected me to do it, and now I look at the map of why he selected me, then I got to go back and look at the sacrifice he made for me so I can make a sacrifice for him. So even if I do fall, the sacrifice is getting back up, keep going, because if I don't, I'm going to make his work, I'm going to say his work wasn't worthy enough for me, and that's not true. And I'm going to disrespect what he did if I don't get back up. Because if he did it and he died for me, and all I did was fall, get back up, and let's keep it going. Keep it going. So, yes, we're going to party 2023. We're going to do what God has told us to do in the community. We're still feeding folks. We're still, um, we're going to do it. And we're not going to do it the way everybody wants us to do it. We're going to do it the way God called us to do it. Again, I don't want to give no 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 pat on my back or anything. We're just doing what we was called to do. Our pastor, our bishop said, be active in the community. That's what we do. I I think I shared it with uh, the bishop last night. I said after the service was over with, as tired as me and my wife was, the food that we took from the facility, and I want to say to a shout-out to all the vendors that, that supported the chicken and the fish, y'all did an outstanding job. So, you know, shout-out. They know who they are, an outstanding job. And, and me and my wife was like, so I asked my wife, why are you taking all this food? I, w- I want to take credit for it, but it was her idea. She said, Lord told her to take it and give it to this family that can need it, that's going through a rough time. And then it's just like, okay, that just made everything even better because as we as a church was praising and having a good time afterwards, we were able to serve and go out and give some food to a family, a big family. It's not a small family. It's a huge family, and we had enough food so that everybody can eat and be merry as well. So in the night that we were celebrating, we were still serving. And even when we were serving in the place, and I know uh, Bishop is going to talk about this, um, in the community, they want to put us on their Instagram, Praise Tabernacle Church, because we were celebrating and because we was on one accord. And the owner kept talking and talking. I couldn't get away from him because he was so happy to have us in this place. And he said he felt. He felt us there. I can't say nothing else. I'm done. I'm, I don't have nothing else to say. I'm, you know, it's just a blessing when you can go out and do what God wants you to do, and you can be a blessing, and your team can be a blessing, and your church can be a blessing to somebody. And we ain't have to do nothing but just show up and have a good time. 
no Bible verses, no, no, you know, it was just a great time and having fun. And seeing the saints out there dance and have fun with one another and with their families, it was a blessing. So I'm happy, um, very happy. There's some things I, I'm, I'm dealing with. Y'all keep me in prayer um, because dealing with some things and, and some choices that has to be made here, you know, but, but at the same time, God is a good God, and I'm continuously being blessed. Every time I turn around, a blessing, blessing, blessing. And after all that, I'm, and the Lord showed me, after all the hell I went through this weekend, and I'm sitting back, what am I talking about? How we were effective in the community. How the team was on one accord. And like I said, I ain't heard nothing, man. I'm pretty good with hearing stuff, but ain't heard nothing. And again, I enjoy preaching. I love to preach. That's what I was called to do. And I love preaching. Yeah, it was just it was just a good feeling. It was a good feeling. And to do it with a brother, a young brother, it was, it was it just felt good. It was you know, I don't have to hang up the phone and go have a meeting about this. It, it was just good. And I like to do that more often. I just wish there was more of us to do that. But in order for us to do that, you have to be on one accord. You have to be on one on one track. You can't do it. And again, I couldn't do it if there was a lot of turmoil between me and Minister Tobit. Or if I said this and said that, and he's looking at me like I'm crazy, and yet we got to go to battle together. Because if I can talk bad about this person and that person, what make me not going to talk bad about him? And yet we got to go fight together and get behind the pulpit and deal with them demons. See, that's what people don't realize. But when you do it on one accord, it's easy and it feels good. And it's, 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 it's almost it's fun when you praise the Lord. And a lot of, you don't hear a lot of preachers say it's fun when you can preach the word of God the way God wants you to preach it. You don't hear them say it's fun when you can tag team with another preacher and you ain't got to try to outshine one another because we know what the message was. We know what the assignment was. And the assignment was that we should be uplifting one another, supporting one another, because we all have a call in the ministry. And if we all support one another and uplift one another, it makes the rest of that drama that we go through, it makes it that much easier because we soon forget it because we're around one another. And once you're around one another, there's power in numbers. If one can put a 1,000 to flight, two can put 10,000. So just think about that for a minute. And all of us was in one roof, in one building, in somebody else's house. You know the residue we left there? For this man to call me and text me all afternoon today, and I, I couldn't get back to him. And then when I did, it was funny because all he wanted was permission to use us on their platform in their world. Now, I'm not saying the man is a worldly man, but it's a restaurant. Worldly people come in there and praise Tabernacle left our mark. Just like we left our mark back at the other hotel. The other hotel we did the baptism really wanted us there, but the owner changed the owner of the changed the policy that we would have had to buy their food and we wasn't going to mess up my sponsors and let them give us the food and, and feed us. And, you know, because, again, God always has something else 
bigger and better for us. Ain't saying we won't never go back to the hotel because we'll probably go back and do another baptism there, um, have service there. But believe you me, we'll be back at 198 Scenic Highway for more fellowships, church services. We'll be back. And again, maybe the Lord just put that on the map. Maybe he have another spot. I don't know. Don't know. And when I say this, I don't mean it in disrespect, but whatever the Lord has for us, we were going to show up and show out like we did last time. Again, I'm, I'm, that's all I had. I didn't realize I was talking this much. My wife knew so I can talk a lot. But that's all I got. That's all I got. I'm a happy camper right now. My Steelers won. Um, <clears throat> everything is, is everything. And I'm in a good place, even though I'm going through a storm. It ain't that bad of a storm. I don't know if it's not that bad of a storm. But God showed me some things why we can't give up and we have to keep fighting. And I'm going to share that a little bit tomorrow night um, during my teaching. So um, you ain't doing nothing tomorrow night. Come back, listen to Praise Time, not a Bible study. This don't come back to hear Elder Oliver. Come back because, again, I done bragged about my team all night. And and, and, and I hope they brag about, I hope each of the individuals brag about the team because they bring a lot to the table. And, and they be throwing some heavy blows. They be knockout shots. So you may not get nothing from me, but I guarantee you one of the others you're going to get. And I told another pastor this last week in a private conversation. I said, what separate my bishop from what you guys are doing is every Tuesday night our bishop has his very best on display. It's not just about the teacher. It's about the people that supports the teacher around him because you can get probably more for them than you do the message. The message has its, 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 its point in the target people, but because the best of the best is all on the panel, and when they give their comments, that's just more people that is hitting, and they hit differently. So the Lord is going to continue to bless us because he puts the best of the best out, not just on Sunday, also on Tuesday night. And whenever, whoever preaches is the best of the best because you're getting the best that he has to offer. And if he can count on me and tell me and Minister Tobert and Sister Tobert and, and uh, uh, my wife and, and, and Pastor First Lady, Pastor's wife, Sister Oglesby, um, Deacon Stanton, whoever it is that's on it, Every Tuesday night, they may not be the main teacher, but their comments is just as important and powerful as the teacher that's teaching. So I'm not telling you to come back just to hear me, but I'm sure my team is going to have my back and um, be ready to rumble on tomorrow because we got to deal with the devil. That's all I got. Um, <clears throat> Again, continue to pray for our bishop, his family. Continue to pray for our leadership team. Continue to pray for our, our members. Pray for uh, Deacon Oglesby's mother. Um, uh, I did text him earlier, and, and um, just keep the mother in prayer. Uh, um, also, uh, just keep all the members, all the mothers of the church, um, in prayer. And if y'all have anyone in, that you need prayer for, we're going to pray for them. Uh, just call their name out as I pray. 
um, again, keep your leaders in prayer. Keep your elders in prayer. Keep your parents in prayer. Keep your kids in prayer. Just keep everyone in prayer this time. And, again, because um, mental health issues is very serious. And during this time of the year, people are a little crazy right now, and their mental health may not be stable. So be careful what your conversation. Be careful who you're talking about. Be careful what you say because some people are going through it right now. People then ran out of their PTO money and, and jobs, you know. So just be careful what you say and how you do things because um, it's crazy out there. It's very crazy. Uh, so with that being said, I'm going to pray us out of here. Let's not forget again, tomorrow night, 7 p.m., Praise Tabernacle Bible Study. Bishop Omar Zachary uh, will be present to to lead us. Um, I believe I'm teaching tomorrow, so um, let's come out and listen, and let's learn and let's support and love on one another tomorrow. Um, I'm going to try to teach this thing. Hopefully I don't go preacher mode, trying to be, you know, in my older age, getting up, be 51 on Sunday. So I'm trying to, trying to, you know, preserve my energy as much as I can. Um, so, so let's continue for that. Again, chaos uh, talk, blog talk. Come the first of the year is going to have some major changes, um, and and like I said, it's going to be. Uh, for the better, again, we can't get the sound. we got to get all new mic system um, so when we hear music, it don't sound distorted like it does. So we're working on that because they're not working right now the way I need them to work to give a quality that I, the quality that I want. But also with that, yeah, I know I'm a little long-winded, but, you know, the Lord keep blessing us. You know, again, we're up for awards for blog talk. They're somewhere in New York. I didn't want two of them since I've been doing this. And, again, because of we, the numbers that we put in every time we come on is just, you know, we, we're doing a good job. So I just I can't thank no one but y'all for supporting me and supporting us. And so, you know, the Lord is doing great things. And I just ask you to continue to pray for us. I'm going to be 51 on Sunday. So pray for me and my strength in the Lord, um, and and that uh, you know that I can still do what the Lord wants me to do. Well, I'm gonna do that regardless. But just keep me in prayer and keep my family in prayer. As again, you know, the devil always wants to attack us and try to drown us and take us out from our destiny. He know he can't have us, so he's trying to keep us from getting to our destiny, getting to the next level. And all that means is he don't want us to affect nobody else. If he can keep us right here, he'd be happy. But we're going to a different level, and can't no one stop that. With that being said, our chaos schedules as usual. Y'all know about Praise Tabernacle Church on Tuesday. Wednesday we have Vanessa and the Bent Break. Wednesday morning, if you want inspirational, you can get it from her Wednesday morning at 8 a.m., uh, Wednesday night, you have uh, Elder Bazaar, Watchman on the Wall, End Time Teaching. Um, he's been on since 2012 consistently, every week, talking about end times. And, again, he'll be back this Wednesday and then on Thursday. I'm not sure what day uh, Bishop Omar family is coming, 
but uh, he'll be on one day this week, if I'm not mistaken. We'll let you know about that tomorrow, but also on Thursday night at 7 p.m., we have the Little Bluet family. Um, they'll be on this Thursday night um, <clears throat> talking about their family, their issues, and how they let the Lord use them to get through their situation. So feel free to listen to that on Thursday night. Um, and then on Saturday, we have Spiritual Sense of Life, um, Overseer Tim Jackson at 7 p.m. He'll be on as well. On Saturday and Sunday morning, we have Praise Tabernacle Church, Bishop Omar Zachary and Lady Pamela Zachary, Sunday morning worship service. And I do got to say something about the praise team uh, and the and the and the musicians, they've been on, I don't know what's going on. When I say this, I say this in a good way, at Praise Tabernacle, because uh, them brothers and the praise team, they've been on a different level. Um, they're just on a different level right now. Um, I think Jesus is coming back real soon because they're on a different level. The sound that you hear, it seems like we're just getting closer to closer to a breakthrough. Something, something's going on because it's just different. The vibe is different. The, the spirit is just, it's just thriving right now, and I feel good about that. With that being said, um, again, I just want to thank everyone for listening. Again, keep my wife in prayer. Um, she went to the doctor today, and uh, they got to do more tests on her. So if you don't look too happy, um, it's just because she got some things going on, and we're trying to get to seeing what it is. So keep her in prayer. I hope I'm not saying too much because she's very personal about that stuff. But then again, I just want the saints to keep her in prayer and keep her lifted up um, as well so we can do that. But with that being said, uh, we're out. I'm going to say a prayer. I'm going to pray for the sick. I'm going to pray for y'all's family, and then I'm going to be out. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just want to thank you for all those that listened on the phone, all those that listened to the Internet. Hopefully they got something, Father God. Father God, hopefully they can they can find a church home or they can find a group of believers that can support them the way they need to be supported, Father God. Father God, touch any those that are sick right now, the bodies that are ailing them right now, Father God, touch them from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. Father God, I ask you to continue to to bless them right now, Father God. I ask you to, to bless all leaders right now, Father God, all pastors, all bishops right now, Father God. Father God, also uh, bless my bishop, Bishop Omar. Bless him and his family, Father God. Touch them right now, Father God. Strengthen them right now, Father God. Touch their kids right now, Father God. Father God, all members of our church that has kids, touch them right now as they're going to school and whatever peer pressures they have, touch them and let them know, Father God, that you are the way, the truth, and the light. And, Father God, I ask you to touch all people that are going through things mental health-wise, Father God. Touch them. Bless them, Father God. Touch their brains right now, their thought process, Father God. Father God, if someone's on here that don't know you, Father God, all they got to do is call upon the name of the Lord and they will be saved. And if you call upon the name of the Lord, if you believe that Jesus died on the cross and got up on the third day and died for your sins, that you shall be saved. And, Father God, if anyone has said that or believes that, I ask you to touch them right now, Father God, as we celebrate them into the kingdom of God. And, Father God, all they got to do is keep confessing you as the king 
and Lord of Lords of their lives, and they will be saved. And, Father God, that they are in the number. And, Father God, they can lean unto you for all understanding. And, Father God, we ask these things in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And you guys are dismissed.